Welcome to the Outer Banks of North Carolina. I'm Chef West Step, and I'll be your host for Outer Banks Raw, a brand new podcast coming from the Outer Banks. We're going to be talking about food, fitness, lifestyle, you name it, that Outer Banks state of mind that y'all love so much. You want to plug in? Tune in here. This podcast is brought to you by NC Coast Grill and Bar in Duck, North Carolina. NC Coast Grill and Bar celebrates the flavors of the coastal south while bringing in cross-cultural and global influences to the Outer Banks. Hey everybody, this is Chef Westep and this is Outer Banks Raw, coming to you down here from the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I've got a couple great guests. Actually, these guys are really good friends of mine and we know each other quite well. They were also our first guests we had on Outer Banks Raw and this is gonna be episode 21, so we've come a long way, baby. Rebecca and Brad Myers from Music Fest, OBX. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Good. How are you? Doing it's been a great. While. So last year when we talked, the dream was getting ready to happen a little bit, right? So now you've got a year of experience. Tell me about it. It's been wild. It's been sort of an off season that's not been an off season. It's a lot of planning. But we completed our lineup this week. We have 10 shows coming this year. Last year we did 12. So we're excited about that. We got, I'd say the biggest thing that we did differently this year is the genres. We're mixing it up. We got lots of requests for different genres that people wanted to see. And So last year, where were your genres mostly, would you say? Reggae or what were they? Yeah, I think we had, I guess, four or five at least t- half of them were probably uh, reggae. Yeah, reggae, and then uh, a few jam bands, some bluegrass, but one country. Yep, we did have the one country, which was a big hit. So we actually came back with, we've got two big country shows this year. Hot diggity. Yep. <laughs> I know. I keep seeing them shared on Facebook. I'm telling you what, people like their redneck music, don't they? <laughs> We're in the South. We're in the South. (laughs) Yeah, they're excited about it. Those are going to sell out. I mean, no doubt. Reggae and country sell here. So we're working on the other ones. People are excited about J-Rad. That's a Grateful Dead, amazing cover band. So I'd say we're on pace. We're a month out yesterday from our first show. Oh, wow. Yeah. So every day we're just heads down planning logistics with our team. Well, look, if you're out there listening right now and you're not quite sure what Music Fest is, you guys came up with this idea. Now, you were inspired by another person that booked a lot of bands down here and stuff like that, correct? Yes, Mike Diana. Mike Diana, and then wasn't there a... And Raven. Raven, exactly. Um, She had Ravra Productions and tragically died in a house fire with her son so we've made a really strong effort to carry their name on in everything we do if they were here they'd be doing it it would not be us but with that happening and then mike diana stepping back from the scene right just a quick refresh he mentored us and sold us a lot of his equipment hooked us up with people and contacts to he used to do the mustang music festival up in corolla correct is it still going on or is it not a thing anymore no, it's it's taking a hiatus right now. I know it's been talked about of of, right. of trying to bring it back, but yeah, right now it's not happening. Right. Seems like most I don't know, there's a lot of a lot of action music wise going on in Manio. That was another thing I wanted to talk about too, is the renaissance per se of Manio and how big of a part you guys have played into it. So you were inspired by your friend Raven, who did a lot of 
this kind of stuff and tragically, you know, passed away. And then Mike and Diana, who did a lot of his stuff. But you guys kind of like, when you took this thing, I mean, when you guys first came on here last year, I was like, oh, Lord, <laughs> this is either going to be a massive success or it could be really rough. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're doing something that really hasn't been done, especially on a regular, consistent basis down here. Like one festival a year is one thing, but you guys are doing them. How many weeks are covered? You got 10 shows this year? Yeah, this year it's it's concentrated in from June 20th to August 18th. So we're packing those 10 shows in just in two months. And that's on the just availability of the festival park, of its availability of us to get in there. Last year we started, we had our first shows June 12th, I believe. And the last show was August 31st. So we had a two or three extra weeks on each end. Yeah, so this year it's 10 packed into those eight weeks. Right. But yeah, the, the park was sitting dormant for a while. I mean, they've definitely had events in the past, big events, right. you know, big bands, all that. And then it sort of got quiet. And if you talk to anybody local, it's underutilized. You need to, we need to start having stuff there. What can we do? And we had done the hotel festival. So Mike had suggested get up with Renwick Island Festival Park. He had had a few shows there before. Right. Blues Traveler. Do they play up on the stage? Because I didn't get that. Mm -hmm. They yeah. do play up on the stage. So it's a beautiful stage. The backdrop yeah. water. Is, the, is nothing but water. And well-groomed lawns. I mean, it is. I went down there. Actually, they do Fourth of July fireworks. You can right. go down there as well and sit in that in the beautiful yard. And I mean, like pull your lawn chair up. You can drink beer in there, right? Mm -hmm. And buy it right there. Yep. You guys have got food stations up. We did some of the food last year for the VIP tent. How would I get a VIP ticket if, if I was from Ohio and coming down here vacationing? Is there any possible way? Just pay a little extra? Yeah, some of uh, pretty much when you when you buy a ticket, there's an upgrade option. A lot of the VIPs have sold out. I know at least three or four of the shows VIPs are sold out. But yeah, they're still on there. If uh, you get on just our website, and then eTix is our ticketing platform. There's an upgrade button once you buy the regular ticket, and we're limiting that to only uh, I think 125 per show, just to keep that intimate. And they have their own bathrooms and, and bar and food without the lines. Right. I'm in a preferred viewing area. We've added this year a few box suites. Pretty much most of anything that we've developed over there was either something that we really liked at a show or a festival, or just from attendees or sponsors or even band tours, their recommendations or, or ideas. And when we were in the off season, just pitching the sponsorship deck, it had been brought up a few times that when we go and get a sponsorship, say at uh, in Portsmouth or in Virginia Beach, they'll get a box. So we developed that. We have some box suites and it's our major sponsor in the Music Village VIP area is Naxit Hammocks. Yeah. And so they're going to be supplying the furniture for those box suites. And, oh, wow. and they've, they've been a really, really, really big partner this, this off season. And, and then our major sponsor for the whole summer series is uh, Skydive OBX. Hobby Dog. Yep. Wow. So uh, they'll be jumping into the park. Are you serious? <laughs> no. no <laughs> we're, we're trying to. Have you ever skydived? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Have you, Rebecca? No. no. Celeste, have you ever skydived? No. Oh, my God. You? I have. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. They've been awesome. And we're trying to actually come up with a promo that actually has it look like a band is loading up into the plane at Manio Airport. 
goes up and then you know you through the editing and you have they're landing at the park and then Sven the owner of Scott OVX had said that he's he's landed behind the stage in the water in the past because the state park they don't allow you to to actually land in the park and then just through editing making and then where the band would just take off the parachutes and get on stage right in front of a crowd that's a kind of a, a whiteboard dream of coming up with a promo with Scott I have OBX, but man, there's got to be some artificial intelligence or something out there that could, yeah. could replicate this thing. Yeah, yeah. So. I was just gonna say it. Another way to get VIP is season passes. Right. They are, in my opinion, the way to go, especially if you're local. You get a better deal, no fees, all that kind of stuff. But if you imagine the VIP, it's not gonna be like concrete jungle amphitheater type right. feeling it's grass you know the, oh, the boxes beautiful. are going to have grass under you it's just we, we kind of have to build it from the ground up so it's manicured it's grass it's really nice now your guests and stuff is it kind of family friendly i mean are people bringing their whole families or is it more just adults or what do we got going Definitely. on babies to 100 year olds and everyone right. in between and the babies are dancing with the 100 year olds it's awesome to watch now it's definitely a family-friendly atmosphere and even have some areas where there's some hula hoops where the kids end up gravitating towards and just hanging out while the parents can enjoy the show. Yeah, just a wide open. It's a sloping park so that you still get a really good view of the stage from, oh, from yeah, even way in the back. Mm-hmm. And also following up on Rebecca with the season passes, when we developed those, the pricing on it was for just eight shows. Right. So we ended up doing 10. So they're definitely getting the deal. And those are still open now to get some season passes because you do get parking on the island too with, with some of the passes. I mean, I know that there's just a ton of stress that goes in just thinking about all those different things you got to do. That's what it is. But have you gotten a chance to smell the roses at all? When do you see your dream become, you know, maybe is there that moment? I think you've mentioned it before. Yeah, I have two. I have one. Yes, it's high stress. It started just from our vision of going to so many shows. Like, what would I like? okay, this should be here, or I would like this if this was here, if I was going to this show. So that's how we kind of envisioned it. But high, high stress until the first person gets scanned in and the ticket scanners work. Right. <laughs> and everybody's happy in the line, and, they, you know, we're letting people in is my first time I breathe. And then the second, when I sort of cry at every show, is depend on who the band is. If it's one of mine and it's one of my songs, I usually lose it. <laughs> or... Just look around, everybody's happy, put my hands up, and the music's playing, the sound is working, the weather turned out, right? All those things that you can't control. So it's all at different times, but mostly when the music starts is really when it's like, okay, we did it. Yes. (laughs) Again. Yeah, the day of show is, there's a lot of energy going on. Sometimes the tours are, they're usually coming in from, say, Asheville or Richmond or Baltimore, somewhere the night before, and they're arriving sometimes as early as 5 a.m., but it's usually around 6, 7 a.m., and then... You kind of get the early risers starting to get out of the bus, and that's one of my favorite parts is when the tours are just arriving on the island. They come out, and I'll take them on the pathway to the backstage area, and it's actually a dock that you oversee the whole sound. And you see sometimes the sun is rising right then, and they're just like big smiles, and it's just it's one of my favorite times of the, this whole thing is that welcoming them to the venue and then you when talking about the bands yeah the bands even just the bus drivers a lot you know, of times probably the some crew. of the first experiences of the outer banks oh definitely and yeah most being of them. that they're on the road they don't really know if they're playing in some field somewhere or if it's the real deal and then when they get out of the bus and they see that backdrop of the beautiful sound and then the charter boats going through there and then that well manicured grass they're like 
hell real deal mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah. And, they, and they stay off the bus. You know, most of yeah. them. I mean, yeah. if they're sleeping, they're sleeping. But they'll get a, off the bus and see. And we have Outer Banks Adventures. Jamie and Shannon pull up the airboat, and yeah. they can get on those. They can kayak. Our friend Reggie takes them out on his boat fishing. So they sort of breathe, and you see it, and you can tell on stage because they're relaxed instead of some shows we'll go to. Really, they have to stay on their bus. Right. They get thrown some money to go buy fast food or whatever they're going to buy. Right. You know, or menus from, you know, we give them the whole experience, and it's cool to see. And the other really cool part is when they're coming off stage, just the energy from the band that they get from just the fans. You can feel it. It's really cool. You know what? That's a newfound energy that basically you guys have taken to the next level. I mean, you got bits and pieces of it with the Mike and Diane's and, you know, what Raven was initially doing and all of that kind of stuff. But it's like to me when I look at it and why I was so excited about the project. One thing is, is I know you guys, so I know you're not going to like go into it like with you got to go into it strong you know what i mean and you're committed because i know just how challenging it is especially to do events because like i said my catering experience but you've added a whole nother layer to the beautiful thing we call the outer banks you know 20 years ago 30 years ago it was just the beach you come down here to be with the family da, 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 da. but then the beach has continually had to grow how do you see your local support because a lot of times locals are like oh gosh we don't want to go grow too quick we'll lose who we are but you bring in a lot of people down there to the festival park and exposing them to manio which we mentioned earlier is like it's yeah. going to another level correct yeah and now it's i mean just just being locals ourselves, we're scared of that influx of foreigners or people that aren't really from here coming in to our area. So we're very, very conscious of that and kind of scared of what the reaction would be when you're bringing in three, 4,000 people into that little downtown. Right. And we've spent a lot of time there from right after the season till we were just, I was just there yesterday. And the response from the locals, the real locals, they love it. it I, they, I can't. They pretty much, they know what that park is. They've seen it for the last 30 or 40 years, just not really doing too much. And they've, they pretty much say that I've always dreamt of what you guys are doing would happen there. Yeah. And any of the restaurants, they just, especially when we had the one rain delay, it was like two hours. They said that was the busiest two hours we've ever had. Right. <laughs> the response is been overwhelming. We, we were expecting a little bit of lashback on all the traffic and everything, but it's been positive, which has been nice. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, and now Manio is social district, which means, you know, you can walk around with your drink and it it just got approved. So we didn't have that last summer. Right. The town and everything is adapting and making it more user friendly. That's what we feel is just sort of like instead of fighting it, they're sort of making it more comfortable and so that people can come into town earlier. You're hanging out and having lunch instead of all those cars trying to come right at gates. You know, when our show starts, right. they can come in early, walk around with their friends, have drinks, and then, of course, leave with them, walk to the show, be in line, have a drink instead of— All the mania is really cool. Yeah. I mean, if you get down there, and that's what you guys are doing, you're bringing them down there, and basically there's a lot of things to discover once you're down there. The quaintness of Manio, being able to walk from shop to shop, the old structures of the buildings set on the beautiful water. It's got that— quintessential freaking old south town you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah. mayberry. mayberry yeah we're in mayberry <laughs> you know yeah. and they um they're part of the main street usa program now so they get they get some grants for trying to 
keep it Main Street, like Pioneer Theater, just on some of their restoration and especially the outside stuff that they're really looking at to preserve it, really. And so, you know, he was, I believe, getting some help, like, to recreate the old marquee. And actually, most of it is up as of yesterday. There's a, a big push with the town and the locals to preserve it, but make it lively again. Right. And there's a couple hotels, like the Heart of Manio just went through renovations the last couple of years. Elizabethan Inn went through a major, major renovation this past off-season. It's now going to be called Hotel Manio. And there's another hotel that's going in right in the downtown. It's a mixed-use hotel and apartments. So, yeah, it's happening. It's happening. Give me some of the lineup. Tell me who you're highlighting. Tell me who people are really showing so much excitement about. Okay. I think one of them's a country guy. Yeah, one of them is, yes. Yeah. <laughs> he had some press. In June, we have Lettuce and Steel Pulse, which to me is it's our kickoff show. We hope in a lot of locals come out and just really support the whole movement of our season. Pretty much um, just see, see what it's all, you know, what's new this year. Because right. we, we do have some new stuff on site. And really, another thing that we experience in the off season is there's a lot of locals that didn't even go to one show. Right. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to to where uh, Celeste went. <laughs> yeah. Yes, she did. Yeah, yeah, we saw you sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, if you're a local, you're around town. Um, the first show is a Tuesday night. We know a lot of the restaurants and stuff are. It's usually a slower a slower night. So, yeah, come out to the kickoff show and and see what it's all about. So you get steel so balls. So that's jam reggae in, right. one, in one night, which is cool to me. And Makua Rothman, who's a um, big wave surfing champ from I think 2015, he's going to open up the show. And then Revolution with Iration, Expendables, Pacifier, and DJ Mackle, and that's all reggae. That's, yes, excited about that one, of course. Yeah, we've been wanting to get this is Iration's first time on the Outer Banks. Wow. Um, uh, Mike Diana was working, actually, on a show, I believe, before the pandemic mm-hmm. to have them now, as, a, as a headliner. Last year, we talked, we got to get one of these band guys to do the podcast. If you get them to come in, if they're in a day or so, I'll, I'll buy them dinner at NC Coast or Red Sky. You know what I mean? We'll hook them up somehow. That would be awesome. Then we skip a whole month because of the park being available, but we go to the end of July, and that's our two countries back-to-back is Jake Owen with Nico Moon and Cooper Greer. Now, uh-huh. Cooper Greer's from North Carolina. All right. So we love that. Like, we're allowed to add a band here and there, like some local regional right. band. So what this, part of North Carolina for him. Greenville. Mm-hmm. Greenville. Oh, that's not too far away. Yeah. 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 So that's going to be exciting. And then Travis Tritt, Chase Matthew. And that one's going to be a benefit concert for the ICO, which is Interfaith Community Outreach here, uh-huh. and American Legion. So we're going to have a lot of veterans helping us. They're just looking for... That's the one I saw, like, when it went up on Facebook was the Travis Tritt. Yeah. It was like, Lord have mercy. Yeah. That's almost sold out. Yeah. Um, I bet. Yeah. So And it will soon. One we're excited about, and I think whoever's coming is very excited, and if you if you don't listen to Emotional Rock, which is known as Emo... It's called OBXs for Lovers, and it's eight bands. That one's going to be the festival of the summer. So and what the hell is that? What kind of music is emo? I've never heard of it in my life. So it's like... Acoustic? Uh, no, no. It's like Sometimes some call it screamo. It's, it's, it's rock. It's just, it's just like a... Jam, kind of rock, rock, get down, lots of energy. You could have like, well, if you're in a club, it's like mosh a little bit. But we met with the guys from Hawthorne Heights who's putting it together, and they are the nicest guys ever. They're all in. All right. They care about their fans. They're going to be making coffee with their wives and serving it to the fans. They have silly VIP perks because they just love the people. I mean, 
it's the first time I've seen that really. They came and visited just to check out the park and see the Outer Banks, so they knew what they were getting into. Yeah, right. one of, I mean, because one of the things we're trying to do is make it more than just a three or four hour concert and make right. it a weekend or a whole experience. And they're bringing that. You mean for the bands? Yeah, the bands and the fans. Gotcha. As to where, you know, fans come in for two or three nights instead of just coming in for that concert and getting right out. Helps with traffic, helps with everything. Right. So we haven't announced some other stuff around that. OBX is for lovers, but they're doing, I think, seven or eight of them across the country from Hawaii. They just did in April. The closest to here, I think, is Tennessee is the Caverns and then Boston. So they're only only doing like, I think, like seven or eight of these. And they're doing these other little events around it. So we're looking at a local location of doing a pre-show on the Thursday night before that. It's actually the same night as Travis Tripp. And it's looking like Hawthorne Heights is going to play that show. And then doing something special on the Friday night before. A couple cool, really cool things, mostly around Manio. And then... Which will be band fan experiences. Right. We'll announce those soon, I hope. And then the day of, there's eight bands, yeah. And then actually that's where the uh, one of the bands has local ties. Their drummer, Alex Jolly, is in the band Frontside, who lives in Raleigh now. They're going to come rock the stage that show. Yep. So that's a big deal. That's all-day thing. Right. And that's another thing this year that's different. So we have three Saturday shows. So mm. that's on a Saturday. Gotcha. So we just Saturday day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had, request. we had requests and, for that yeah. from last year. All the shows last year were a weekday or a Sunday night. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we announced yesterday Sublime with Rome, Big Something, and Joe Samba. Freaking Sublime's going to be down yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yep, they're coming back. And that's they sold awesome. out last time. So. Yeah. And then we have Dirty Heads with Lupe Fiasco and Bikini Trill, which people are super excited about Lupe Fiasco. He's a professor at MIT and is huge. I mean, he has millions of followers, right? Yeah. Um, Does he sing? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's really, oh, yeah. really good. So it's not he's like opening. an Alan Watts type thing where it's like background where he's lecturing. You've ever heard oh, no, of that? Oh, no, 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 no. No, he's, he's actually real good a lyricist. professor when yeah. he's not singing. It's, it's rap, but good, clean rap. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, um, family friendly. He's just in his, his lyrics are really, really good. And uh, he's got a few big hits from like early 2000s, mid 2005-ish. Kick, push, kick. Yeah, he's got a big skate skate song. (laughs) And then people are excited about J-Rad. I told you that's the Grateful Day. We're going to try to build some stuff around that. Have um, the Jerry Day is the day before. So stay tuned for that. We're hoping to do a cool Jerry Day event with local talent. And then maybe Shakedown Street. We'll see. And then Kids Bop, right? So concert for the kids. All right. All our shows, kids eight and under are free except Kids Bop. (laughs) That's three and under, I believe. But... Super fun. It's it's this touring group of kids that come and do cover songs, and all the kids know them. And they just get down and dance. And Are they have, local? No. It's a national touring yeah, thing. Yeah, gotcha. I think they're coming, like, straight from Montreal down to here, and then they go to Ohio. Now, like, is that a daytime day. event or an yeah. evening event? Uh, it's evening, evening, but it's only an hour and a half. Gotcha. It's at 7 o'clock. Be done by 8.39. We've got a bunch of dessert trucks coming for that one. Yeah, yeah, we'll have extra dessert. And then our last show of the season will be on August 18th, which is Modesty Yahoo, G-Love, and Special Sauce, and Sideways. So locals, from what I can tell, are very excited about that one, too. Freaking Celeste's head's just like a bobble (laughs) over there. She's just like, I'm like, I don't even know who you're talking about. Travis Tritt, I think I know who you're talking about, okay? But anyway, so I'm not the connoisseur of music, but I do love it. Yeah, Modesty Yahoo is... (laughs) 
Very good. Very good. Yeah, there's, I mean, he is, he's at least a dozen people that we know their favorite is Modest Yahoo. Now, parking's pretty good there at Festival Park, isn't it? Isn't there a ton of parking, or what are we doing about parking? It's a pain. So we have shuttle buses from College of Albemarle. That's where kind of, if there's a space open, that's where I would go, because yeah. it's before you get to the downtown streets. Yeah, shuttle from there, Manio Middle and Manio High School. And that's where I would park because then you're not messing with the downtown streets and right. having to try and find a spot downtown. Or Because, yeah, by the time show gates, there's no parking on the island at all. Right. Festival Park. It gets pretty pretty filled up fast. Now, if you're coming from Pennsylvania or Ohio or wherever and you're fighting the traffic on a Saturday to get down here, during the course of the week, you really don't have that kind of volume of traffic going down to Mania, so it's not like pulling teeth, right? right. Uh, yeah, but if you wait till those Concert gates, traffic. you know, yeah. it's, it's, you know, coming into down, it's just there's really one lane, you right. know, coming in, and then, so, I mean, it, de- it definitely gets to be a little bogged down right there, so I, I, that's why we're trying to get people to come in earlier in the day, right. you know, spend the day in and Manio, we're working on doing even getting to doing some boat taxis Ooh, boat taxi from over from cool. from Nags Head. But even if we promote people to boat taxi on themselves, there's a there's a public dock right there in Manio that you can dock up. And there's party buses that run right. from KDH and Kill Devil Hills and um, and even Kitty Hawk, right? So, are your tickets for sale right now? Yes, I'll for sh- all your uh, shows. As of today, yeah, all shows are yep. Mm-hmm. Pre-sale for the Sublime is today goes to public tomorrow. But yes, all all ten shows are, are for sale. We have right. a couple more artists to maybe add to a couple of the lineups. Too. And how do I how do I find the tickets? Go to our website, which is musicobx.com. Musicobx.com. Mm-hmm. And then I will mention for the people from Ohio and Pennsylvania, on some of the shows we have a deal with Crew Fair, who got us a decent rate with some of the hotels in Manio and even on the main beach on our website on the ones that we do have a deal with they'll see an accommodations button if you hit that it will automatically put your dates in and tell you the rate and you can book it right there got it so you don't have to be down there for a whole week you can come down for three or four days or whatever right it's about 20 percent less than just what you would regularly find online right we've got a good deal just on getting blocked rooms yeah and stay in Manio and walk now, you get a lot of volume of traffic comes from that Virginia Beach, Hampton Roads area as well coming to your concerts, right? You, do you guys got it kind of figured out where people are coming from? I mean, I know it's only been one year and it could, it's going to bloom and there's going to be, you know. Yeah, when you buy the tickets online, they, it, so the average now is about one for one ticket buyer, they're buying three right. tickets. So you're getting one address. So you get about a third or so of the addresses. And yeah, Virginia Beach, Chesapeake is is our number two market outside of Kill Devil Hills. Man, actually, Manio's, we're getting you know, I mean, a lot, a lot That's of ticket awesome. buyers from Manio. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Virginia Beach, Chesapeake, there's a lot of ticket buyers from there. Actually, the Travis Tritt show, that was pretty funny when we uh, did the pre-sale for that. I think we looked at it like about four hours after the pre-sale, and 80% of the tickets were bought were from Manio and Wanchies. Wow. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it was um, it was crazy. It was uh, the whole town I feel like it's going to that show. Dang on, it's great. Like, that is great. It's growing. Our local support is definitely growing. Hmm. And you got uh, ideas for growth on this thing, or are you just going to keep rolling with it and see where it goes? Well, it seems. I mean, music is back for sure. Live music, yeah. just seen it everywhere on you know in the corner 
of every restaurant and everywhere. So, yeah, we just see the momentum of live music, and we hope that it just keeps catching fire of of from bands and tourists and just to want to play here at all these different venues. So, yeah, that's just the future is just more more music. You know, you got great beaches. You got a lot of great food down here from Manio to friggin' Kerala. You got a lot of great food trucks going down there, so there's a big food element there. So when 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 I come, bring the whole family or whatever. We got things to eat, we got things to drink, we can enjoy the yard mm -hmm. as well as the great music. And now you got great music thanks to you guys down here as another layer of that onion of things to do on the Outer Banks. You know, with the family. Yeah, it's trickling too. So that's yeah. the whole point. Like yeah, the more to the other small venues and just yeah, if if one of the artist is on a big tour we're having them play at you know say they're playing in duck or they're playing in jack brown's or you right. know one of the smaller somewhere in mania the pioneer so, so. he'll pull another gig just mm -hmm. on his own yeah mm -hmm. it's cool so you're really introducing that it's a good vibe mm -hmm. right it makes yeah. for a good vibe good food great people That's great beaches great music anyway so i really thank you guys for coming in here today you know when I see y'all, I've heard this a long time ago, and somebody told me, they said, when desire meets opportunity, that's when the miracle happens. And, you know, the desire, you guys have always had the desire for music, but the the producing it, the putting it out was inspired by friends and other people. Mm -hmm. And then the opportunity came and you seized upon it, which I knew y'all would because y'all are serious, even though they're really happy fun people. They're very serious about shit. So <laughs> anyway, they're serious about it. And then when you describe what happens when the band plays and the ticket machine's working and people are smiling and they're enjoying what your vision was, that's when the miracle happens. You know what I mean? And you only get little brief respites of the miracle because it's usually buried in deep shrubs mm -hmm. of stress. Right. But anyway, I thank you guys for your service to the community because that's what it is, what you guys are doing. I hope you make a lot of money. I'm surprised they're not already retired after the whole year. Music <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's what people think about me with all these restaurants. Right. They go, hey, why does he keep doing it? Because i am got to. You got to pay the bills. I don't know how to exactly. stop it now. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah. it's, um, it's quality problems. And the Outer Banks appreciates it. I appreciate it. And thank you guys for being my friends and knocking this stuff out of the park. Yes, thanks for having us. We yeah. always love seeing you, and we'll see you at a show. Yes, ma'am. We'll see you at a show. All right. Thanks, Guys, Wes. take it easy. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you too. it. Thanks. Okay, so that's Outer Banks Raw, Rebecca and Brad. Hey, if you guys are coming to the Outer Banks, you're trying to plan functions to do, I mean, there's, you know, it could be a rain day, it could be just different things you want to plug in besides just going to the beach every day. Really, check out that musicobx.com because I'm gonna tell you what, I mean, it's fun, it's convenient, it's family friendly, and you're gonna have a good time, and you're gonna see some of the best live entertainment that you have down here on the East Coast. So anyway, take advantage of the next layer of that onion that makes this place such a sweet bite. Anyway, till next time, Outer Banks Raw, please tune in, hit like, subscribe, talk to you later. <laughs>